Interesting how Freddie Goudreau didn't miss, but Johnny Goudreau did. We take a look at a couple of close bounces, a strong tune-up for Cam Talbot, and a Minnesota Wild team that answered the bell getting ready for the playoffs next week. All that and more today on Locked on Wild. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen each and every day. And just as a reminder, Locked On Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, we break down a thrilling 3-2 OT win for the Minnesota Wild to give themselves a two-point lead on the St. Louis Blues heading into the final game of the regular season for the two-spot in the Central Division. We look at some of the key plays, including a swing and a miss from the Calgary Flames, as well as Cam Talbot's putting one of his best performances of the year on display. And a lot of questions the Wild answered heading into the final game of the year before the postseason next week. My name is Seth Topol, host of Lockdown Wild, veteran Minnesota content producer with well over a decade's worth of experience covering your favorite Minnesota sports teams and now hosting Lockdown Wild, about to head into the uh, postseason here, and happy to have you along for a Friday edition of the show and recapping one of the more exciting wins for the Minnesota Wild on the season. 3-2 in overtime for the Wild, and we talked at length in both recapping what went wrong for the Wild against the Coyotes and then previewing the game and trying to figure out some of the things that we would like to see for the Wild uh, in this game to respond to that performance. And had a feeling that after some of the comments Dean Evason had after the Coyotes game that the Wild were going to put a better effort on display. And um, boy, did they ever. It, It was a fun game first and foremost because it definitely had a playoff feel to it. You've got the Calgary Flames who come in as just an absolute wagon, uh, one of the best teams in the Western Conference and just have been on another level for uh, the last couple of months. And so it was going to be a tough test for the Wild regardless, heading into this one after losing to Calgary twice on the road in the early part of this season. But the Wild early on, they answered the bell, they played much better, and they were toe-in-toe with Calgary throughout the course of this game. Now, the Flames did get the scoring started, but the Wild answered and uh, were able to tie things up. The Wilds then took the lead on a sensational goal from Freddie Goudreau. More on him coming up in a little bit. And honestly, it was just, it was such a fun moment to see happen and a goal to see happen in real time because uh, Jacob Markstrom, first and foremost, absurd. Just 
a, a very, very tough goalie to crack. And so to see those goalies who are in kind of that zone, it seems like it seems like it's always the wild goalies that are the ones uh, getting beat by the puck and, and giving up um, just the weird types of goals. And to see kind of the uh, the knuckle puck floated past Markstrom on the corner of the net when he was basically trying to seal off that entire side, to see Freddie Goudreau be able to wedge one between him and the post and uh, and get one in for the goal was just just such a fun moment during the course of this game. And so, you know, the Wild had the lead. Flames tied it up. Uh, at 2-2 with time winding down on just a, a just a great feed. We we got a chance to see one of the best lines in hockey that the Calgary Flames are able to uh, deploy as their top line. And so they they did exactly what they needed to do to uh, tie the game up. Interesting sequence at the end of regulation. The Flames had a little bit of a flurry and uh, it was Johnny Goudreau who was positioned to the left of the net, had basically a tap-in uh, that would have gone past Cam Talbot because he was, uh, was out playing the puck on the left side of the, the crease. And if a better feed for Goudreau, he taps that in, and it's 3-2 with like 10 seconds left in regulation but the wild got a little bit of luck as Goudreau swung and missed and uh, the game ended up going to overtime and we know what happened in OT 44 seconds in Kirill Kaprizov buries the game winner to give the wild a much needed two points and to uh, give them the two-point cushion heading into tonight's games where the wild hosts the avalanche and the Blues will play the Vegas Golden Knights uh, to finish things out. If the Wilds can get a point, one point is all they need. If they can get a point, the Wild will be the two seed and will host the Blues come next week in the playoffs. And, you know, I, I come away from what we saw against the Flames very encouraged because the Wild had so many questions that they answered that we were looking for big responses to. And a lot of factors that look like things that can be built off of, you know, especially on the special teams end, and we'll talk about it here in a little bit. But not only that, the Wild also stand ready to get some reinforcements back uh, onto the, uh, the roster. And so it looks like a team that was able to kind of get up after a tough loss and show that they can play with the best of them when everything is uh, is rolling well. And so super encouraging, a fun game against the Flames, and uh, just great to see the Wilds kind of get back up and rise to the occasion uh, against a very tough opponent and uh, and pick up a much, much needed critical two points in the battle for the two seeds. So a great night all in all. Really fun to see the best players on this roster step up 
and uh, and rise to the occasion. Kirill getting the game winner. Um, just just all in all, a fun game and a fun playoff feel to it uh, against the Calgary Flames. So uh, a a great win for the Wilds uh, that sets them up nicely for tonight's game against the Avalanche. But uh, before we talk about Colorado and some of the names that will not be in the lineup for the Avalanche, we will discuss the ways in which the Wild answered some critical postseason questions. Uh, we'll do that when we come back here on Locked on Wild. Summer is right around the corner, and with summer, you're going to need that trusty go-to snack on the go. Built Bars are the perfect snack to take with you on family vacations, you can throw them in bags of any sort in your kids' backpacks, and you can make sure that everyone has a bar so you're fueled for your summer adventures. The best part, though, about Built Bars, they're both healthy and delicious. No more sacrificing delici- delicious food for health. With Built Bar, you can have both, and it's easy. All you have to do is go to Built.com and order right now. All Built Bars and all Built Bars puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate, which means that with Built Bar, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. Plus, Built Bars contain typically 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Your standard candy bar has right around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. So find that go-to treat by heading to Built.com and using the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild, once again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. For your second listen, make sure you head over to the Locked on NHL podcast as we gear up for the Stanley Cup playoffs, which begin next week with a look at the playoff matchups as well as all of the games going on throughout the NHL. Locked on NHL is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. Big questions answered by the Minnesota Wild in their win over the Calgary Flames. And uh, let's start on the special teams end because we called for it in yesterday's show. Called for a couple of things in particular for the Minnesota Wild on both the power play and the penalty kill. And starting with the penalty kill, the Wild kill silenced the Calgary Flames power play, which is one of the best in the NHL. And they did so by pressuring opponents upon entry into the zone. And this is something that we've keyed in on pretty much all season. When the Wild's penalty kill is not at its best. It's because everybody gets turtled in right around the net. There's no attempt to pressure opponents. Opponents are basically able to um, possess the puck and pass the puck around the zone at will and set themselves up for uh, the opportunities that they deem fit to be uh, the best ones to score. And so really all the Wild are looking to do in those situations is just um, try to block shots. Well, tonight, they were meeting the Flames at the point of attack and were preventing them from getting those clean entries and getting those clean looks, and it led to way more clearing opportunities 
for the Wilds and uh, just a ton more contested passes. Uh, and so a good night for the uh, the Wild Kill, a much-needed good night for the Wild Kill. And, you know, how how crazy is it that you get a night as clean as two for two on the power play and four for four on the penalty kill? That may end up going down as one of the best special teams nights of the season for the Minnesota Wilds. And power play-wise, it came down to the exact same things as with the penalty kill. Uh, just more aggressive and more opt to shoot with the uh, with the puck than they have been in uh, previous games. You saw Brodeen with the uh, the howitzer from the top of the uh, the zone, the top of the flame zone, lets one fly and ends up being able to uh, to slide one past Markstrom for the power play goal there in overtime. 44 seconds in, uh, the Wilds get a power play in OT. And um, just like we saw against the Seattle Kraken when this kind of new look power play um, was unveiled, crisp passes throughout uh, the middle of the zone right to Kirill Kaprizov, who's waiting to just bury one, and he does. And so it's one thing to have special teams units where you just you you don't have good enough players to uh, to put together a unit that can instill any confidence. It it never felt like that was the problem for this Minnesota Wild team. It's all come down on the penalty kill and on the power play to effort and aggression. And so if the Wild continue to be aggressive on the penalty kill and pressure opponents the moment they enter the zone they're going to be fine. That penalty kill is going to be fine with the quality of players that the Wild have on the roster. It's just a matter of putting in the extra the extra time and the extra effort on that penalty kill to make it so that opponents don't have an easy ride um, on the power play. And then on the power play, it comes down to, uh, to being aggressive and shooting the puck. And so... You know, it's it's not like it's a schematic thing or it's just that they don't have somebody that can be kind of that leader on either unit. It all comes down to the effort. And so super encouraged by what we saw in that regard for both the power play and the penalty kill. Uh, what, what more can we say about Cam Talbot? Just another ridiculous start for him and keeps his uh, his heater stretch that he's on 13-0-3 in his last uh, 16 starts. And we mentioned it this week. Going to just continue to reinforce the point that Cam Talbot's your game one starter. He just He's played too well. He's played consistently too well to where I don't know, short of Marc-Andre Fleury having like a 60-save shutout, I don't know if that's even going to be enough to um, to tilt the favor in towards him. I think Cam Talbot's got it, and rightfully so. Um, he just he's been the more consistent goalie, and I think he has put in the body of work to uh, to deserve that game one start uh, against the Blues. Yes, I'm I'm still 
a little concerned by the numbers against St. Louis with the fact that I think in the three starts, the Winter Classic and then the two in the month of April, I think it's 16 goals allowed in three starts, but there have been pieces missing all of those games, and so um, full complement of the roster in front of him. I think it'll be a different look, and uh, Zach Zeman, one of the regular contributors to Locked on Wild, you know, he's hit on this point pretty much all season that, that Cam Talbot's going to be fine. And so echoing that point that, uh, that he made, that full complement of players in front of Cam Talbot, and it's going to look more like Talbot has over these, uh, these last few months. And so Cam Talbot's your one. And um, special teams questions answered. You know, it just it looked like a wild team that sensed the moment. And the moment was never too big for them. They were up to the test from the uh, up to the task from the get go. And um, they they gave Calgary everything that uh, that they could handle. It was just a great back and forth game between the two teams. Just. Just a great playoff primer uh, for the postseason for next week. And so the Wilds pick up two points that they really needed and they got. And now it makes the objective for tonight's game a little easier. Now, it's not going to be the full roster of Colorado Avalanche players. Um, There will be a few players out. And so uh, we will take a look at um, what to expect in tomorrow's game. It looks as though the Wild will have some uh, reinforcements of their own coming into the ice uh, for tomorrow's game. So we'll look at that. We'll look at who is in and out for the Avs. We'll preview the final game of the regular season as we finish today's episode of Lockdown Wild after this. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your betting stats and sports info. You can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball's 2022 season, and the final push to the Stanley Cup playoffs. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. The Kentucky Derby will be here before you know it, so get your horses that you're going to bet on planned by heading to Bet Online. Head to their website today and use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. You can find all of that and so much more at Bet Online, where the game starts. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. Breaking news, courtesy of Dan Myers, who uh, writes for the Minnesota Wild. Jared Spurgeon and Matt Dumba will play against Colorado tonight. Matt Zuccarello will not, but the hope remains that he will be ready to go for game one. So... The Wilds getting some key defensemen back, which means that we're not going to have to see the D pairing of Jordy Ben and Alex Goligoski. That is huge for this team. Having Jared Spurgeon back to quarterback that power play is also very big. And so 
the Wild getting some huge additions back to this team uh, right at the right time. Marc-Andre Fleury going to be a net for the Minnesota Wilds. But for Colorado, we can tell you for sure it's not going to be Darcy Kemper in the net for the Avalanche because he was in net for the game against the Nashville Predators last night. And so whoever it ends up being for the Avalanche, my guess is that it will be um, Hunter Miska because Pavel Francouz is injured for the uh, the Avalanche. And so he is, uh, is not available as their um, backup goalie. It's not going to be Kemper because the numbers of goalies playing in back-to-back games are hideous. And so there is uh, there's no way that uh, that that can be um, the case for the um, for the Avalanche. So no Darcy Kemper, uh, Kale McCarr also going to be held out of the lineup for the Avalanche, and so it will be a Colorado team that now that the President's Trophy has been clinched by the Florida Panthers, they really have nothing to play for. And so I wonder if we will see other regulars for the Avs out of the lineup. Now you run into the rest versus rust debate for the Avalanche, who have really not had what you could consider a big game for a while. So I'm sure there's incentive to get guys some playing time in this one, but the Wild know what they need, which is one point. If they can get the game to OT against the Avalanche, second place is officially the Wilds. And so I think having that in front of them, I think we're going to see a great finish to the regular season by the Minnesota Wilds, and um, it is uh, going to be just a fantastic cap to what has been just a sensational season for this Minnesota Wild team. And so we will get to see a little bit of a tune-up for Jared Spurgeon and Matt Dumba, and I'm going to say it right now. We're going to get that two-seed. The Wild will get it, and uh, so the Blues will be heading to the XL Energy Center to start off the postseason series against the Minnesota Wild. All the momentum is tracking, and so uh, let's just go ahead and uh, and welcome it. Welcome it to happen for the Minnesota Wild to, uh, to take care of business against the Avalanche and gear up for that postseason. By the way, we have plenty of postseason content coming up for you. Uh, a double dip coming up on Monday. We'll be chatting with the uh, the hosts of Locked on Blues, Tommy Welch and Josh Hyman, to get their thoughts on this series that is shaping up to be an all-timer. And then we're going to have a roundtable with more of a wild feel to it with Alex Micheletti and Zach Zeman as well. So two episodes for you on Monday to uh, get the postseason started between the Wild and the Blues. 
should be an absolutely great way to start off the week and uh, hopefully the Wild get all rested up and ready after uh, the game against the Avalanche. So enjoy it. We will have, of course, plenty of uh, preview for you, plenty of primers for you ahead of the uh, Wild Blues series starting next week. So make sure to tune in for that. No better time to subscribe to Locked on Wild than now so that we can guide you through the postseason, however long it lasts for the Minnesota Wild. Make sure to give us a follow on social media as well as we keep you up to date throughout the course of games as well. All trying to give you as much Minnesota Wild information as we possibly can. Locked on Wild is keeping you up to date with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.